Okay, welcome to this next episode. I don't think I've kept the Easy Vegan Eats name. Uh, the email is taken, and though the website's still available, I kind of want everything to be pretty uniform. So, I don't know what this podcast is called anymore, but we're going to get into it. Uh, this week is going to be a little different. I didn't quite get to uh, do the amount of research I I was looking to do. It's been a pretty busy week on my end, so this will be more of just a open conversation than a, a fact-driven, research-heavy half hour, 40 minutes. This is going to be my personal relationship with smoking, if I consider smoking to be vegan, and if the general consensus is uh, smoking being vegan. And this is strictly just about cigarettes, not about weed, meth. So what I've gathered, which I'll get back into towards the end of this, is that a lot of people do not consider smoking to be vegan. There are a lot of companies that do test on animals or that have tested on animals, which isn't isn't my barrier of entry for this. There are a lot of things we deal with in day-to-day life that companies are mandated to test on animals or or that they just parent parent companies will test on animals or have certain restrictions just to get their their products in the ma- the marketplace. So a lot of those products that do test on animals that people that vegans will overlook is has to deal with medicine some makeup companies things that are almost seen as a necessity for comfortable living in in our our time that we're living in right now and and so you can argue that if animal testing is okay in medicines then why would it not be okay in smoking a lot of uh, tobacco companies will include animal products in in their actual tobacco blends though so so those are, are a little easier to to distinguish as being not vegan there are plenty of ingredients uh, for flavoring or for anti uh, anti-burning chemicals so so that the cigarettes are more likely to go out and not burn your house down that are derived from animals specifically so for for those cigarettes those tobacco companies i do consider those to not be vegan but that doesn't mean cigarettes as a whole is not vegan so my personal history with it of when i started smoking growing up my uh my stepfather my paternal grandmother and my paternal grandmother's sister all smoked and not that I was around them every day. The house I grew up in just about daily didn't have a lot of smoke smokers in that house. But growing up, smoking wasn't, um, it wasn't an unknown. I, I knew smokers growing up the whole time. Uh, I started smoking personally though when I was about 14, I was it was summer going into my freshman year of high school, and that's when I first 
went in with a friend to buy a pack of cigarettes and I didn't like them too much. Wasn't a huge fan of the cigarettes that we bought. Uh, I think I'd smoke in a couple uh, cigarette butts that was left over from, from a family member here and there. But the ones that we bought weren't weren't great. And then I think about the time I was 16 uh, is when I started smoking regularly. I would I found a, a pack of cigarettes that I liked and and bought those. Would go through about a a pack through the week, Monday through Friday, that I would split with a friend. And then on the weekends, I would buy my own. That would last the weekend, and then start over on Monday. We'd split one. And it would last till Friday, and then you know it's just a cycle that that went until I was about seventeen. 18 and then just started buying my own cigarettes outright uh the the cigarettes i did smoke like i said the first uh the first ones i bought i wasn't a fan of um i used to see them in the store a lot and it was in a black and green packaging green i believe is just about always been my favorite color and and the black and green just looked really nice it was a brand called salem's and and I just really love the packaging. So when I first went into buying a pack of cigarettes, those stood out in my mind. And they weren't good. They were they were a menthol cigarette, and I wasn't a fan of menthol cigarettes. So I don't think we smoked more than two of those cigarettes, one each. Uh, I think we just tossed the pack. wasn't a, a good uh, experience. But when I did actually start buying my own cigarettes, I was just kind of testing everything out seeing what was cheap and and what i can afford because you know being a teenager i didn't have much money at all uh, but i went to marlboro 27s which were a seemingly less popular marlboro cigarette but it did have a sort of caramel flavor to it that i enjoyed i didn't really like the flavors of cigarettes of cigarettes that i would steal from family members or or bum from friends I wanted something a little bit more tasty and these 27s kind of did it for me as well as being cheap. I think when I started buying packs of cigarettes, they were I think they were just about $5 a pack, maybe 4.50 somewhere around there. After 27s though, got over them for whatever reason. Uh, I went to Marlboro Mediums, which are like the traditional Marlboros but just a bit longer if I remember correctly. Uh, and then I went from there to Marble Reds, which I believe is just a shorter version of the mediums. Again, I'm not entirely certain, but it's it's about the only difference that I was able to 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 conclude was the mediums seemed longer than Reds. I don't know why I went to Reds. Actually, I don't think it was very long lived either. But Marlboros started kind of making me nauseous. Uh, they weren't as fulfilling and didn't taste as great. They burned real quick. And I just wasn't a fan of them. And, and a lot of my friends at the time were smoking Camel filters or Camel 99s. So so then I went to try and experimenting with, with some Camel cigarettes. And going through all this trouble, trying to find a cigarette I liked, I really should have just stopped smoking if I didn't like smoking. But I think I enjoyed a part of it. And it was just kind of finding that right flavor, which to this point, I haven't really had just the 27s for a little bit. But I went to Camel Signatures, and those were a very fruity cigarette. 
and and those were I don't even want to say good. I just remember them being real flavorful and didn't taste like a cigarette at all. It almost tasted like candy. And then they came out with these like little cigarette drops where you can, you know, add blueberry flavor or something like that to your cigarettes. So so I think I was getting into that at the time too. So just having this real fruity tobacco blend with this extra like potent juice on top. It was, I mean, that's kind of what I had for the summer, but then they stopped making the, the camel signatures. So after signatures, I went to filters, like a lot of my friends were smoking. And I wasn't a huge fan of the camel filters. Uh, they tended to burn really fast. And, and with the rate at which I would drag on the cigarette, the filters would get really hot and then start to burn my lips. So I wasn't a huge fan of those. Um, I never went to the 99s, but I did switch from Camels to American Spirits at that time for no particular reason. I think I just had one one time or saw them and wanted to give them a try, but they had this dark red pack and I don't quite remember what the blend was called. I think they still sell it in pouches, but they used to sell it in the hard packs and I would smoke the American Spirit Reds. Those were a favorite for a year or two and they stopped making them in hard packs so then I went to the American Spirit Blacks and this was probably in about 2009 or 10 uh, I was about 20 21 years old when I went to to the American Spirit Blacks and now I'm 30 and I still smoke those uh, they did come out with a gray pack that was like the black ones just a bit lighter and I had those for a couple weeks I'd buy them randomly but but I've been stuck on the blacks they last a long time they're not cheap uh, especially with the growing tobacco taxes at least in California um, but that's that's where I've been since and aside from a, a year and a half when I quit but when I went back to smoking, that's that's right where I went back to. They they seem fine. They taste fine. I I don't have any issues with them and don't see myself leaving the American Spirit family anytime soon. I did start vaping for a while. I didn't have a huge interest in it to begin with. It looked very expensive. The the people building mods all the different flavors of juices. I didn't know how long the juices lasted, uh, how much maintenance costed, and I'm usually pretty terrible dealing with maintenance on things. Uh, but my brother's friend opened up a vape shop nearby, so we went there on opening day to check it out, and I wound up spending one or $200 on equipment, bought some juices, and and bought a, a relatively cheap, mod to use got a couple tools and and batteries stuff like that and that was fine last you know and i figured you know i just invested one two hundred dollars should last me a few months but within a couple of weeks i was buying more juices and and materials to to make the the wicks and the coils failing at it for quite some time and when I would fail at it, I would eventually go to a shop and then have them build it, which 
compounded on money and then and then just trying new juices from different stores uh compounding on even more money so it wound up being a year or two of me experimenting with different mods different juices different brands different vape shops and spending a ton of money uh just trying to figure out where where i can fit in in that that lifestyle and and vapes never did it for me i didn't really like the disposable ones too much they hit fine but they were expensive and i figured if i was already going to be going to the store to to buy a thing once a week i might as well just buy cigarettes with the amount of money i invested into vaping in such a small time frame i don't really spend that much on cigarettes and especially at the time cigarettes i think were still around seven or eight dollars which i'm paying about ten dollars right now but spending a hundred bucks a month on cigarettes as opposed to a hundred bucks every two weeks three weeks maybe a month uh, it was always kind of unknown with vaping i never really got into a a, a set schedule of, of buying new new products new tips or new juices new wicks new coils never gone to a system where i can actually identify how much i was spending it, it just always seemed like an absolute massive amount of money so those didn't really work out for me i do like them when my friends have them i, I don't think i know anyone with mods anymore but but as far as the, the little gas station disposable, or disposable in quotation, uh, kind of one-time use electronic cigarettes, I try them. I like them. They taste fine. I wouldn't buy them as a substitute for tobacco cigarettes, though. I still, I still kind of get my fix on on tobacco cigarettes. With vaping, it was a lot easier to to hide that I was smoked and, and especially starting so young. I did, again, I did have some family that smoked, but no one was really accepting that I smoked. And, and even if they were, I didn't want to find out. I did get caught with cigarettes a few times as a teenager. And of course my family wasn't too thrilled, but I always kind of played it off, not successfully, but, but tried to play it off that, you know, they weren't mine or I, quit or I don't smoke too much whatever my excuses were weren't great so especially growing up I've had a couple jobs that are pretty lenient on smoking uh, most of my jobs have been working late evenings or overnights and a lot of people still to this day working on those late third graveyard swing shifts there's a lot of people that smoke in the in that sector of, of the work environments and and anytime I've worked during the day it's real looked down upon uh, people that work at eight nine ten in the morning noon those people don't encounter it too much I've noticed so so depending on what job I have it's you can either you know find a friend borrow a lighter when you need to or or hide it and and in my job right now i've noticed or i haven't noticed but we found a little corner of our parking lot where the smokers would hang out and there is a smoking bench but it's on the busy corner 
it's not shaded. There's a lot of noise. It's a pretty small area, but people right now at my work can, you know, go park in the back of the lot and be pretty undisturbed or, you know, not not have the whole building watching them know who the smoker is. And and not just at work though, but trying to date and have relationships. A lot of people, especially nowadays with smoking being such a a turn off, it you know, it's smelly, it's expensive. Addictions in general, not great to to bring into relationships, but but it's pretty hard being a smoker and trying to date. You generally have to date other smokers. People who don't smoke generally don't want to put up with people who do. It it is a stinky endeavor, and no one really wants to kiss a smoker even after they brush their teeth you know you can still kind of taste that unless you're a smoker yourself so smokers don't mind dating other smokers i assume i i I haven't seen any issues with that and then non-smokers would prefer and generally have the options to date other non-smokers since smoking is i believe in the minority now it's a lot easier for non-smokers to find other non-smokers as opposed to smokers trying to find another smoker. Um, I think that's, that's the, the harder, harder of the two, two camps. I think I have dated a non-smoker. It might just be one though. And I can't imagine it lasted more than a couple weeks and not that we saw each other every day either. And, and generally, in a new relationship, if the person doesn't smoke, I'll try and lay off the smoking if I know I'm going to be around them um, or be in their environment, at least. In my environment, I, if I'm around my friends or you know going to concerts, I want to just doing things on my own, I'll, I'll kind of stay true to who I am. But as... As smoking is getting less and less popular, which is a good thing, I, I want it to keep getting harder and harder and more expensive and more expensive. Hopefully one day it'll be too expensive for me to justify in staying, staying a smoker. When I was a teenager, they proposed raising cigarettes to, to be $10 plus in California, and I kind of balked at it and was like no if because at the time cigarettes were five or less dollars and i was like no if i if cigarettes are ever ten dollars i'm gonna quit and now they're they're about ten dollars and i haven't quit and i have no sign of quitting i spend about a hundred dollars a month on cigarettes which one thousand two hundred dollars is kind of a lot Especially for something as stupid as smoking, but but that's twelve hundred dollars that is with me every day. It's rare I go a day without smoking. I'm there might be days where I'm I'm hungover or it's just like real hot outside where I will smoke maybe one or two cigarettes a day. 
generally I'm in the four, maybe five camp on the weekends, maybe 10, but $1,200 a year to satiate whatever addiction I have to feel comfortable, uh, which I, which I know is just nicotine. I know I can get rid of it and feel comfortable, but, but to have that, if I want an excuse to waste 10 minutes, there's my excuse. If I want an excuse to go take a walk, there's my excuse. And, and I have quit for a period of time before I know I can find those excuses elsewhere and and be more active and more comfortable while being active if I quit but just in this staying as a smoker those are my excuses and $1,200 doesn't seem like a terrible amount to me to have that every single day all year there's there's just that kind of comfortability of just having that in my back pocket of, oh, I'm going to go outside. I don't want to be here. I'm going to go do this. At least to break it up for a couple minutes is my real basic general excuse right now. That's just kind of popping in my head. Back to being vegan. Um, there's So tobacco companies test on animals. I don't know if they all have or if they all do, it doesn't seem like it. It seems like a lot of companies are, are straying away from that. But but there are pretty violent histories of animal testing in the tobacco industry. And those, at least for all the companies I know, have not stopped. So that part, I would say, is not vegan. In my eyes, everyone has their own lines of where they're their vegan line is and that does cross my line animal testing i know companies have animal tested i smoke american spirits and to my knowledge they do not test on animals and do not have animal ingredients in them but i know they are not a private company anymore they are owned by rj reynolds i believe which would be the second largest tobacco company behind Philip Morris. So RJ Reynolds, I'm sure tests on animals, but, but American spirit being a subsidiary, I don't think that they do. And pictures speak way louder than words when it comes to tobacco nicotine testing on animals. I don't think people need to test on animals for anything. I don't, I really despise animal testing and it's kind of a bummer. I, I, pseudo support an industry that so heavily practices animal testing even though it doesn't really make sense at least in my eyes and I think there is some studies done now where where the physiological differences between the monkeys or beagles or rats or you know whatever is being tested on I mean as far as tobacco and nicotine there's such different, such a, a wide gap in, in our physiology. There's such a wide gap in our genetic makeup and our reactions to stimulus that 
the testing is useless. And, and I think it's wild that people will still keep going when, when so many people want to just turn a profit as easy as possible, that they'd waste so much money in something that doesn't work. It's baffling. Uh, another part of veganism, which isn't really vegan specific, but is related. Everyone has a has their own reasons for going vegan, and usually it's not just one reason. Most people will start on one reason. the The basic three are uh, environment, health, and animal rights. And when, as you learn and as you study different ways that the the vegan culture can help cut down on on the human pollution of our earth then then we we have uh, stronger opinions that will generally lead vegans to being a portion of all three and more there i mean there are other other reasons when it comes to uh personal beliefs religious beliefs um it just comes down to habit after a while so another section of the tobacco industry and its stranglehold on well which is loosening but on uh, on our culture has been deforestation and not all tobacco is grown in the u.s the again just a, a real basic top level excuse i have is that the cigarettes i buy are is grown in the u.s not to say that that's better because there are still labor issues when it comes to American spirit tobacco, I believe. So, so it's not to say that they're, you know, they're perfect or anything, but, but deforestation is an issue for growing tobacco plants. There are most ways humans farm products is wrong and they use it as a one, one crop One crop farming, I forget what that's called, but uh, they just plant one thing in an area and when it's time to harvest, they harvest. So when they don't rotate the crops out, it's a lot harder for the soil to regenerate for the animals that live in the soil that require different sorts of plants to live. It cuts down on biodiversity, different cultures in different parts of the world. In the US, in South America, I believe there's also tobacco farming in Africa, I would assume. Um, as far as the U.S. imports, I'm not sure. But tobacco farming is also one of those things that humans just do real, real terrible at. They don't think about long-term consequences so much as how to get as much money right now, which is a, a problem in most farming practices, not just animal agriculture, not just tobacco but also fruits and vegetables, wheats and, and grain, wheats, grains. All aspects of human farming has kind of gone down the shitter for profit, it seems, along with human rights regulations not, not being up to code. There are a lot of uh, underage workers that work in tobacco fields in the U.S., apparently. I don't have any... 
static proof of that, but but it, it has come up in, in some light reading that I've done. So real quick on the non-vegan ingredients, just to get over it real quick, there's beaver sacks that are cut out. They're, you know, they kill the beaver, they cut out its anal glands, and then use that as a sort of raspberry-ish flavoring, it seems like. I I don't really know what the point of that is. Uh, I, I think, the, I don't know. The, the ingredients aren't great, but also tobacco companies up until recently didn't have to disclose what was in their products. And still, I don't know if they really have to or if they just have to tell people that it causes cancer because they were trying to pass it off as a sort of medicine for so long. So I don't know if they have to disclose every single ingredient or where they have to disclose that. I know for a long time it was not regulated. So so that's how you have these cigarettes that have 600 plus ingredients in them that all sound disgusting and I'm sure are disgusting. We know smoking now to, to be a disgusting product and a disgusting habit. To tie back in with, with the episode on plastic, cigarette butts is a huge littering issue and most cigarette filters do not biodegrade at a rate we think they would. Uh, there is a lot of chemicals in and cigarette filters that will will keep it from biodegrading and and especially with with most smokers just throwing their cigarette butts on the ground stomping them out on the on the sidewalk they end up in the in the rivers and oceans and and hurting wildlife and and marine life along with just dirting up the cities and and the streets around our neighborhoods uh and if not, if people even are throwing them away, they just end up in these landfills, not not decomposing. Which is, you know, cigarette butts is a, a huge, huge issue when it comes to the environmentalism aspect of it, where most beach cleanups are just picking up cigarette butts, which is wild because I don't even see too many people smoking at beaches. Or if they do, you know, like they're not on the beach, they'll be off on the sidewalk somewhere, in my experience, but neither here nor there. It is a huge uh, issue. And I know, again, to tie it back, not to say that American Spirit is a great company. They, they still make a shit product uh, that that just kills people and, and secondhand smoke being a, a huge issue for both humans around us, our families and our coworkers and our friends, but also for pets and our loved ones developing uh, health issues because of living with a smoker or traveling with a smoker. Um, but American Spirit does at least kind of make an effort. We'll send out little baggies to, to save your cigarette butts in, and then you can turn those cigarette butts in and, and they'll recycle them. How much that actually helps, I'm not sure. I know I've been saving my cigarette butts. Uh, not every single one, sometimes... Why? Just about every time I drive, I I will smoke. I'll have a cigarette, and if I'm driving, I won't take the time to grab the bag and open it and stuff the the cigarette button there, and then close the bag and put it away because I'm driving. That's usually a two-handed operation to do the bag stuff. So, so I have a can in my car that I'll just throw a cigarette butt in, 
Uh, so I might make a more conscious effort of putting that in. We'll get to that later as I uh, think about taking a step this next week. Again, the cost isn't isn't terrible in my eyes. I can most uh, people that talk about saving money, and and I don't know if it's it's just a a common trope or if people actually say this, but when they're talking about saving money, they say, oh, just cut out a cup of coffee every week and, you know, save $5 a day or something, 20 bucks a week, 25 bucks a week. I don't buy coffee. And and I've said it before. It's once every few months, not in a pandemic, I will buy coffee. This whole, I mean, it's August 12th and I don't think I've bought a coffee since February. So it's not buying a coffee for me to save money, but I mean, I guess I could use it as comparison. I spend a hundred bucks a month divided by four weeks is about $25 a week. So if someone were to spend $5 a day on coffee, that's my equivalent for smoking. But it's not just one cup of coffee. I'm having four or five cups of coffee, you know, I'm having my fix four or five times a day, 10 times on the weekend kind of numbers. So, so I feel in that comparison, I do get a little bit more bang for my buck. It's not good. I am not condoning cigarettes. I'm just kind of my perspective and where I sit with, with my choices. Uh, there are, there are better products out there now that, that help people quit. I've tried vaping. It was expensive for me. It tastes fine and it, it doesn't make my car smell as much. I'm not as afraid of burning things, but but there are still terrible chemicals in there and and I just don't like relying on that. If I if I were to quit again, it would it would be cold turkey. The last time I quit was maybe 2017 or 18, I forget. Uh, I quit for about a year and a half. And a girl I was dating at the time, I just let her know, hey, I'm going to be cranky. I'm cranky to begin with, but I'm going to be more cranky. And since we didn't spend every day, every night together, I would ask for a cigarette and and she would just tell me yes or no. And then I would just kind of put the blame on her. Not, I wouldn't talk shit or, you know, get mad at her, but I would just, I would say, no, she doesn't want me to. No, I can't do it because of her. And kind of kind of put the blame that way where, you know, it's not up to my own willpower. I'm giving her that, that power to choose. And and she said, no, 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 no. Every time I asked for about three, four weeks. And by then my, my cravings subsided enough. I had traveled. I had drank in. I had gone out to the casinos. I did everything, not on purpose, but in my power to to trigger my, my nicotine addiction and Every time I wanted a cigarette, I would text her and ask if I could have one. She would say no, and I wouldn't smoke. And so, yeah, after about a month, I was fine. Lasted about a year and a half, and then, you know, we had split up. I was at a party, and I won a bet, won a cigarette and a bet, and figured why not, and then just started smoking all over again. That's my fault, but I I also kind of like smoking. It gives me something to do. Again, my shit excuses, I can, I have books that I need to finish. I, I have way better things to do with my life, but but that's what I choose to be addicted to right now, I suppose. In the future, I, I don't know if I see myself quitting. I'm sure I do at some point, but 
but it's not anytime near. I don't, I don't really go out or date or, or do anything of, of that nature. So my life is in solitude most of the time. If I'm not at work, I'm alone. Uh, if on the weekend, I go out on the weekends or I try to, but most of my friends smoke, so it's not a huge deal as far, you know, as, as the tobacco products go. Until I change my friend group or change my living location. I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know what would take, what would, what it would take to get me to decide to quit again. I would essentially have to find someone that wanted to hang out every day that I also wanted to hang out with every day. I would essentially have to find a partner that didn't smoke and didn't want me to smoke, which I think would be fine. I, I'm not, I'm not tired of smoking that much. And even if I was, I, you know, I can get onto those, the vapes or something, nicotine lozenges or patches or whatever. I don't even think it's a nicotine addiction. It's more of just a physical addiction of it's something to do. I think that's where my addiction lies. So, so the nicotine itself, yeah, I will have nicotine withdrawals and I'll get cranky and, and upset and, you know, kind of lash out at, at people when I don't smoke, but, but that usually takes a couple days for me to get into that nasty mindset. And, and then in my experience after about three weeks, it's, it's over. So something I could definitely do again, if it, if it stays true to those numbers, I'm not real too worried about my health all the the studies and and data to go against you know I'm killing myself or or hurting my lungs and my blood system and my heart that's not really enticing for me to quit I I at least right now I'm sure when I get emphysema in 10 years or or lose a lung or whatever I'm sure I'll care then but that's not something that's in my sight right now which I do think about once in a while. It doesn't make it too far into my conscious though. I consider smoking vegan. The cigarettes I smoke, to my knowledge, do not contain animal products, are not tested on animals. There may be some human rights violations, but you're going to run into that with buying from any big company, which is almost impossible to avoid now. And I could make a stronger effort, but with what it brings me in day-to-day life, year in and year out, it's my line is drawn past that. I I consider smoking to be more beneficial to me right now and in my recent past than a lot of other things I could be doing with that time or with that money. And supporting a company like American Spirit is at least in the right direction. I don't want to say I, I, I attribute it to this, but... Ben and Jerry's makes ice cream. Ben and Jerry's ice cream is put out by Unilever. And it's not the original owners anymore. They did sell out to Unilever, but but they have non-dairy ice cream. And as much as I hate Unilever, I still buy Ben and Jerry's ice cream once in a while to support the non-dairy, you know, vegan ice cream side of it. And I feel the same sort of argument could be made for American Spirit. Not that I'm trying to make the argument, but that American spirit as a tobacco company, as a, as much of a human and environmental hazard company, RJ Reynolds is, and as large as American spirit has gotten me supporting them at all is bad, but at least me supporting 
the one that even makes a small effort, whether it be real or not, whether it's just marketing or not, at least a company that makes that small of an effort to be conscious of additive free tobacco and recycling programs, at least supporting that company rests easier on my morals than if I were to keep supporting companies that don't really give a shit about change and still test on animals for no reason. To my knowledge, again, like I said, this this week I didn't really get to do as much research as I, I wanted to, so some people consider smoking not vegan. I consider smoking vegan, and that's kind of where I sit on it. Even if it wasn't vegan, I think I would still smoke, at least for a little bit. It's an addiction, I know that, but I don't want to lay on that. It's a it's a habit I have that I've grown to have that I choose to have. When I don't have a need for it anymore, I don't think it'll be too hard for me to let go. But right now, it's kind of one thing that I I use to comfort myself. So it's going to be with me for a little bit. All right. Have a good week.